Jeff did something super jacked up to me at dinner the other night. And I'm pretty sure that it's like against the unspoken rules of marriage. I am on the hunt for something so basic and I have no clue where to find it, but guaranteed everybody listening has this in their house. And more than half of you are doing one thing, half of Americans doing this one thing that is either really, really smart or really, really stupid. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, September 20th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that Ellie likes being tidy. Like when we read books at night, she will put, after we read a book, if she wants to read another one, she'll take the one back to the basket and bring the other one out. And that makes me happy because I am not that way. I'm like, I'll clean the books up in the morning. She's like, we need to put this book away before we read this book. It's funny that you said that because I was about to say she is your child. She likes order. She likes order and she actually follows through on it. I like order, but do not follow through on it. Well. Your life circumstances are a hair bit different than Emily right. James. I got a couple things going on. Like, you, you know, like I got to wipe my own butt. She doesn't. Yeah, it's true. She has no worries. Um, my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for the focus, not energy drinks. What are those things that I've been drinking of yours? Um, it's just caffeinated sparkling water. With tea in it. Like the caffeine part of it is is tea and it's awesome. Well, like, it's tea derived caffeine, right? But it's not. It doesn't taste like tea. Does not taste like tea, which is great because you remember my like whole tea exploration thing, and I just, <laughs> I just still have not acquired a taste for tea. So I saw Jeff's thing, and I don't want to drink more than you know one cup of coffee a day, and I, I do need some sort of energy. So I had like two of those. They're really good. I ordered more. I ordered a peach flavor. Um, you can buy them at Publix now, right? But I'm not going into grocery stores. Remember why? Cause I'm not making grocery trips. I'm only doing it once a week and I wanted stuff earlier. So, Oh, but it might be cheaper in the grocery store. I would have gone for you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Uh-huh. When we, when I discovered them and I, I don't remember how or where I learned about them, but when I discovered them, uh, they were only available online. Like mm-hmm. You had to buy them and you had to buy like two cases at a time, but I did the same thing. I was using them as a coffee replacement. They taste like LaCroix, but they're mm-hmm. more, they're not like to me, LaCroix is like carbonated water in a cup where it didn't completely get rinsed out of orange juice beforehand. Yeah. These actually taste like if you get the orange flavor, it like actually tastes like a subtle orange soda, if you will. But, um, I used to have to buy them online and now they're available in supermarkets and I've seen them either at Publix or Kroger, maybe both. But when I saw them, I, I cheered. I was actually like, yeah, because it was it was like it was the band that I used to see at the dive bar is now playing the arena. Right. So cool. You've watched them grow. Yeah. You knew them back when. I knew them when. I'm still a little like we, we didn't get to talk about this yesterday, but. Jeff and I went, we said we went to like a fancy dinner or whatever. And it was a fancy Greek restaurant. And I mean, fancy, like definitely very like it's gourmet food and it's a whole artistic 
The food it's, is like art. It's a dining. It's not a place that you you go like or maybe some people do. But if you go there, you know, you're going to be trying foods that you typically would never make for yourself at home that you can't buy in the grocery store. Right. The it's, freshest of fish, vegetables that are like, you know, that you've never heard of prepared, you know, sauteed with a you know, whatever. Something we've also never heard of. Yeah. Um, And also the kind of place you don't want to be like, now what does that mean? Because it's like every other word on the menu. Like, what is that? Um, But there is a very, very talented group of chefs that work there. So you know that you're going to be getting something that is delicious, well thought out, very fresh, yada, yada, yada. We went with our friend who's a chef and his wife. Now he is will literally, because it's his profession, he will literally eat anything. He'll try anything. He's super into flavor and history of food and all of this stuff. Like he's so fascinating and so smart. And Jeff and I, not really the most adventurous eaters. I was asking him about his eating thing because he was talking about one of his restaurants. He has a restaurant um, in Atlanta called Gun Show. And the menu changes daily depending on what's fresh and what's available so people will come to the like vendors will come to the restaurant at the beginning of the week or every morning or whenever and say these are the vegetables that are fresh this is the fish not even fresh this is what i picked this morning right this is this is what i have and uh he's like he was telling me that one of his favorite things is when people present him with something that he's never cooked with before or never even tasted. And he'll say, they'll say, this is called like the one that he brought up last time was like purple sorrel or sorrel or something like that. And I was like, in your brain, when you taste something new, do you immediately think like, oh, this is going to pair well with pork. Like this vegetable will go great with pork, but pork with a savory, almost spicy sauce, not a sweet sauce or whatever. And he's like, yes. And to me, that's so. It's so cool. The ability to taste a food or taste a sauce or while you're making something and go, you know what this needs? Nutmeg. It's a gift. And not e- yeah, and and to have the ability to not even say nutmeg, but to say something that's never been heard before, it's remarkable. So if you have that, and I know that's not just because he's a chef. I know there's a lot of people who can do that. I want you to know, I'm so envious of you for oh, me too. for being able to do it's that. It's amazing, and we're getting like a chef's tasting option. So basically, there's a thing on the menu that says, "Do you want a, the chef to just send what's best and what he's excited about?" And because he's a, a chef that the chef Akima knows, they're all trying to like impress him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they know that he's going to have a more so so the stuff that's coming out top chef. Everything is everything is so delicious. And I, you know, if I was going there with Jeff, just the two of us, that is not the menu that I would normally get because I am not that gutsy with my food choices. Like I'd be like, um, can I please have the hummus and I'll have this tuna or, you know, whatever like food I know. So Jeff, the food comes and there's something I keep asking Kevin because like I know what the server is saying to us as to like the presentation here is that this with this with this. But I got to be honest, it's so fancy. I don't know half the words like 
I just don't understand them. So I asked Kevin, I'm like, okay, so what's this? And he's like, just try it. And Jeff was like, I was like, are we, but what is it? And Kevin was like, no, 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 it's good. You'll like it. And Jeff was like, no, it's, it's good. You'll, you'll like it. Just eat it. Don't think about what it is. So I take a bite of it. We get through the whole meal. I'm like, you know, they asked what my favorite part was. That was my favorite part. It was absolutely delicious. And Jeff knew what it was while I was eating it. He didn't have any. And it wound up being something that I'm upset that I ate one because I'm upset about the animal. And two, I'm kind of upset that you didn't. I was just I feel like you kind of were like not conspiring against me, but I don't feel like you protected me. But what was that? Did it was it still your favorite thing on the menu? It was still good. But I'm having a really hard time with it. You will if you know it, we're not going to explain what it is if you've. If you've heard of sweetbreads before, you know. If you don't know, put a Google on sweetbreads, right? But I don't want. Well, if you, you don't know, you're like me, and you think it's like a pasta dish. This is yeah. what it looked like. Because we don't want to explain the where it's derived from during could be upsetting yes. during somebody's breakfast if you're not if you're not a gourmand, right? <laughs> um, but you were so adventurous. Like they have a grilled octopus at Kima. That I don't eat octopus. I don't even eat calamari. I don't eat. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't eat any fish that doesn't start with fillet. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I will eat that octopus there because it's so good. You tried that it was like you were. Fe- I feel like you were feeling adventurous. I was not feeling adventurous. I was feeling two glasses of wine deep. <laughs> Otherwise, I definitely would have been like, um, no, tell me what it is. And I also was feeling the pressure because like we're sitting at the table with the chef. There's a someone who knows a lot about food presenting this meal to us. Like I felt like, you know, I, I don't know how you got away with not tasting it, but I kind of feel I feel a little betrayed by you. Sorry. I feel like but you now, didn't really have my back and you kind of threw me to the wolves and you're like, yeah, try it. And I'm like, did you try it? And you're like afterwards, you're like, no, because I knew sucker. It, I've tried it before. Now I know what it is. I will never try it again. But it's like crossed off the list. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm struggling with that. Sorry. This week. It's kind of like, this is so random, but this is exactly how it feels to me. It's the same feeling when we, I wasn't sure when we had Ellie, if I wanted to breastfeed or not, I'm like, if anyone needs to tries to pressure me, I need you to be my person. And if I look like I can't handle the pressure, you jump in and say, she doesn't want to do that. Or could she have a minute please? Or whatever. Like you need to be on my behalf. I feel like I was waiting for you to jump in and be my, on the hat, like my food protector and you weren't. But that, what? You know what I mean? Like, I feel I like. Been, I, there, I don't think the breastfeeding thing ever happened at the hospital. Um, It did, but. And I didn't get your back? No, you did get my back. That's what I'm saying. Like I was expecting, cause you and oh, I had a talk oh, oh, and I was like, it, okay, yeah. I need you to be on my team. And you're yeah, like, we, I got you. We never had a talk of like, hey, if sweetbreads come out. <sighs> I didn't think we would have to have a talk. Apparently we did. I read something that I thought was so interesting because it's it's flipping a question, Callie, that you and I have asked ourselves a million times. It's flipping it 180 degrees. It's holding a mirror up to it. Okay. Okay. Here's the question: If because we've a thousand times we have said to each other, "Wouldn't it be great if our dogs could just talk for one day?" Yes. Like, wouldn't it be great just to hear what goes through their mind, hear what they're thinking, hear why they do the things that that, that they do? And then I saw the question posed this way. What if you're gifted 24 straight hours where 
your dogs can completely understand you. What do you tell them? Like, what do you explain to your dogs that they are probably so confused by? Like, in their minds, they can't understand why we shoo them out of the room at dinner time because they probably think they are doing a terrific customer service right. protocol by standing underneath Ellie's chair and catching any scraps of food that fall. I would tell Sadie, there's nothing that I could say that would be interesting to Sadie other than telling Sadie, like how to open the pantry door. Like Sadie would not care about anything. Lily, I would tell her that unless no, there- no, no, I can think of things to tell Sadie. Like I could tell Sadie, I could be like, can you do me a favor? The one-off barks just cause you're bored. Don't do that. Cause look what it does to Lily. Cause yeah, that's what, and Sadie would be like, I don't care. I do what I want. That's what Sadie, but then we could promise her. You'd be like, if you go one week with every week that you go without doing that, we'll give you one whole piece of cooked bacon during our weekend breakfast. And she would do that. Mm, maybe. If she, if she remembered, she would, but Sadie, if she Sadie's, Sadie's favorite game. I mean, she will be lying sound asleep in a sunbeam. This is in, our beagle mix. Yeah. Just as a lump, like hanging out. Ellie's probably like sitting next to her, scratching her. She's truly, Sadie is truly living her dream life and she'll hear a car door slam or she'll see the shadow of somebody like walk by the house and she'll just raise her head and bark once. She'll just raise her head and go, woof. Like almost as though she's saying to Lily, go check that out. And then wherever Lily is in the house, she jumps up like she has rockets in her butt runs to wherever Sadie is, barking ferociously. She's like, I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm, I'm on, on it, I'm, I'm on, on it. it. She has no idea what she's barking at. Zero clue. But, and Sadie does that. I almost think Sadie does that to antagonize us. I think she does too. She almost, I think Sadie might be lying in the sunbeam, getting her little massage from Ellie, just living the dream. And she's like, you know what would be fun right now? If Lily got yelled at, here we go. Woof. <laughs> and then Lily loses her mind. We're like, Lily, be quiet. I would tell Lily, to one, don't lose it unless there's someone breaching our home and or we feel scared. Like you can, you know, there's no need to bark at people walking down the street. There's no need to bark at, you know, our neighbors riding their bikes, you I know, outside, out the front of the house. And I would also tell her if you, if our neighbors are walking their kids to the bus stop or their dogs by, and you go sit quietly by the fence, you would probably get scratches. Right. You don't have to yell at them. You don't you know? have to yell at them. Like, yeah. it's okay. And I would tell her that we're never going to abandon her because I think she does not like to be. Lily gets FOMO. Yeah. And I would just tell her because sometimes I'll, you know, need to make a quick trip to the grocery store or something. And if it were in the winter, I would bring her. But summer, obviously, too hot right now. Too hot. Um, so I would just tell her, like. I promise I'm going somewhere, but I will always come back. When she barks at the people walking by, like the kids walking by, I am almost convinced that she's saying like, hey, take me with you. I want to like, go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Where are you going? Where are you going? And she doesn't care where they're going. If it, like, She's like, I'm 90% sure because it's only kids and there's no dog involved. They're not going to the vet. So I want to go. Like. And I would explain to her, I'm like, you can't go everywhere with everyone. And if you and if you want to get an invite, 
quiet and respectful is better than I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Also, we would take you to a lot more restaurants if you would stop barking. Oh, that's what we could tell Sadie. Oh, yeah. Sadie would like that. Like we could take you on patios and you can sit under us and we'll probably sneak you table scraps. Yeah, we'll throw a little fry down there, a little bit. But you got to be low maintenance. Our dogs are not low maintenance in public. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. 80% of Americans don't know how to do basic math. Thank God I'm part of the other 30%. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. I'm spending a lot more time in the kitchen these days because I'm trying to make our family more efficient, right? Well, you know what's not efficient is spending so much time cleaning up after you cook. With my caraway pans, that is a non-issue because they have these beautifully ceramic-coated pots and pans, and the food just glides right off of them. Now, a year ago, I found caraway. I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser on our show, and I noticed when I was cooking about a year ago that like my nonstick pans were peeling off in my food, and there are so many chemicals in nonstick pans, and I did not want to feed that to my family. Family any longer. So hopped on Google, found caraway pans. And here's a couple things that strike me that I love. One, they're non-toxic. They are made without any toxic materials. They have the naturally slick surface that I love. And I was telling you about before, and they are absolutely gorgeous. They are for the modern kitchen and they have so many colors to choose from. Whatever your style is, these pots and pans are going to look absolutely beautiful in your home, which is really, really unique. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside or use the code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. When you buy Bomba's, you're also giving to somebody in need. Listen, Bomba's designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you cannot wait to put on every day. How do they do this? Well, everything they make is so soft. Everything they make is seamless and tagless, and of course, it's all so cozy. Now, Bombas, famous for their socks, and they've got socks for everything you do. They've got performance styles with sweat-wicking yarns. That means your feet are gonna stay cool and dry while the rest of you works up a sweat. They've got no-show socks for being fashionable, but these are specially engineered, so they're not gonna creep down underneath your heel. Uh, The T-shirts, if you haven't tried a Bombas T-shirt, they've got invisible seams. The fabrics, of course, are soft, and they're the perfect weight, so they hang just right. Bombas customers, like us, have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com slash upside and use code upside for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside and use code upside to check out bombas.com slash upside 
code UPSIDE. I pride myself on being a really good problem solver and I've done it at my job for years. So sometimes I struggle with feeling like when I have a problem that I can't solve emotionally or something going on in my life that I should be able to solve it by myself, but that's really not the case. And that is why therapy is so incredible and will change your life. Now, I know a lot of us pride ourselves on being proactive problem solvers, but one thing that therapy has taught me over the years is that you don't have to do it alone. And it's a great way to learn how to solve problems in a different way. So you're actually increasing your skill set when you go to therapy. And the change that I have seen in my own life over the decade or so that I've been going to therapy is really mind blowing. And um, truly, truly, it has changed my life. So if you are feeling maybe a sense of guilt that there's a problem in your life or there's something going on in your life, even a feeling in your life that you're not really sure what to do with, or you feel like it might be hindering you from other parts of your life, therapy might be a great help for you. And our friends at BetterHelp are making that as easy as possible. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash upside today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I realize that this is going to sound like a dumb question, but I need to answer it. There are no (laughs) dumb questions. This is like very not below the surface whatsoever. This is totally surface level conversation, but remember how we were talking, I watched the Victoria's Secret documentary and I was like, I will never buy another Bath and Body Works product ever again as long as I live. And I like made that declaration on but the show. I thought that, didn't you say everybody has been sold off except for Victoria's Secret? Like, isn't it? Different? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Les Wexner doesn't get royalties or something from it or isn't, doesn't have stock in it or, uh, you know what, what I mean? Saying. Like, so I mean, I'm going hardcore. You don't want any dime going back to that. I really don't Got it. Okay. really don't. And I have had the same body wash more or less. I have been using Bath and Body Works products since I was in elementary school, right? <laughs> That's funny. I have used the same scent. I remember I got the scent from my fourth grade teacher. I love it. That's how long I've been using this body wash. Oh, hold on. Why is a fourth grade teacher giving? I asked, she would always smell like vanilla and I loved it. And oh, I was okay. like, I think I told my mom, I'm like, she smells so good. My mom's like, well, ask her what she's wearing. And so one day I like got up the guts to be like, what is that vanilla smell? It smells really good. I really like it. And she told me it was like Bath and Body Works. If you ran into her like in a CVS now, would you be like, I still smell like you? Oh my gosh. I Do you remember you said you kept running into one of my teachers? At Starbucks. Was it Miss Penny? Do you know? I don't remember. If it was Miss Penny, that's who it was, who smelled like vanilla all the time. And okay. I loved it. Maybe. Um, so I should tell her, or if you see her again, well, she'd be like, I know, oh, my gonna... wife still smells like you. Nah, <laughs> she'd be like, um, you're a freak. That will, that, that, that right there, she'll definitely go to the car and dial 911 and wait for the cops to show yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I realized I don't know what other body wash, like, I don't, I don't know 
where I'm going, like what's hip, what's cool. What are we buying at target these days? Like I need some info. Like is dove great? Are we caressing? Are we, I don't know. Is there a brand I don't know of? I, I have the only reason I thought of dove originally is cause I like their commercials. Yeah. Um, but I don't it, know any other brands. Isn't it all based on scent? Unless it hurts you, unless it like makes your skin dry or whatever. You just buy what you, what smells good. Right. I guess that's what I want to know. I am so out of practice. I have not bought different body wash since fourth grade. I don't know what to do. I feel lost. I have a suggestion of something that I think smells terrific. Your body wash? No. I think my body wash is for boys. It is, but it smells oh. nice. Sometimes they use it. Um, no, I think I love this smell and I think I could buy it for me. Like we could just buy this. I don't even... I. I think, I don't know. I don't know if it's Neutrogena. I think, what other cosmetics brands start with an N? But I know where it's sold or where I used to see it all the time. Where'd you used to see it? Nordstrom Rack, when you're in line to check out. Oh, I don't want to go to Nordstrom Rack. Though. And it, why? Because the lines are always ridiculous. And if I'm going to buy something just like shampoo, like. I thought they, well, number mm -hmm. one, you could probably get it online. Okay. No, number, and number two, they changed it up at Nordstrom Rack where I don't think there's lines anymore. I think you just walk up to somebody with a handful of stuff. And you're like, I want to buy this. That's not true. Cause I went like three weeks ago and it's horrible. And I was like, oh my God, I remember why I don't shop here. That is funny. Why is Nordstrom Rack always have really long lines? It's really long lines and it's unnecessary long lines. Yes. Like everybody else, Chick-fil-A is getting through like 500 people in 30 seconds. Right. Like how have we not figured out how to not have people waiting in lines? And we've had the whole pandemic to figure this out. You know what I'm um, so I know exactly what it looks like. I'm sure. What some, color is it? it? The liquid, the bottle is clear. Is the, it necessary? Nope. It's a known name. I'm almost sure it begins with an N and it's, and it's brown. The liquid is brown and it's, um, clear bottle and it's in the checkout of Nordstrom Rack or it used to be. Hmm. Somebody will send it to you, but I think you should try that. Okay. Because I've been in the line and I'm like, oh my gosh, this smells so good. And I think I even bought it once, but I'm pretty sure the only place you can get it is like Nordstrom Rack, maybe. Mm. But I don't, yeah, I don't think it's sold like in Target. And I, I don't, I close shop so frequently as discussed on yesterday's show that I don't really go to Nordstrom Rack. Here are today's three random things. All right, I'm about to blow your mind. Your first random thing is if you hold down the zero button on your iPhone when you're going to text. Okay. I'll wait for you to get there. Yeah. It will bring up the degree symbol. Boom. Mystery solved. Mystery Boom. solved. Go to your text. Hold the zero down. You're okay. I'm happy that you've discovered this. I have been wondering about this my entire iPhone life. Why? Have you ever? I've always written out degrees because I don't know where the degree symbol lives. Maybe you should stop talking about Nick Lachey's band. Maybe <laughs> it's hotter than hockey stick, H-E double hockey sticks in Atlanta. And I need the degree symbol. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is de definitely a random thing. You're so excited by it. You're not. Um, I don't know that I have ever typed out the word degree ever. Do you use the degree symbol? No. Or you just say it's 90 out. Yeah. It's nice out. Well, now you can type degree and I hope you send someone, you know, a text message with the degree things that could be like, wow, how'd you do that? 
My random thing here, not to be competitive, but this one is we're going to blow you away. This one right here is this is the this could be the best random thing that I've ever had in all of my random thing days. It has to do with um, the Queen of England, who, uh, you know, died a week and a half ago. She had a 10 10 day mourning period. Yesterday was her funeral. The very last thing, the very last part of her funeral was a bagpiper playing a song. I wish I knew what song it was, but after she was, what's it called, interred, you know, put mm-hmm. in, put into the, she was low, by the way, she was lowered through the floor of the church the way like Sammy Hagar would be lowered at the end of a rock. The only thing that was missing was like, like, like stage smoke coming up from right. underneath as she and was lowered down into the stage or into the bottom of the church. But then a bagpiper played a song and that was the end of the service and everybody left the, the, the church and it was very sad. But here's the random thing. That bagpiper is the piper to the sovereign. He has been for decades the queen's personal alarm clock and he stands below her window for 15 minutes every morning when it's time for her to get up and plays to wake her up. She has had a piper to the sovereign for decades. The guy who who played at her funeral is uh, named uh, Burns, Major Burns. He's uh, He's a warrant officer, and he has been her personal bagpiper since the year 2021. You, oh, 2021? Yeah. So like a year. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, the point is, it doesn't. He hasn't just done it for a year. He's done it for a year, but for decades. Yeah, that's how she's been woken up. Mm-hmm. You have a personal bagpiper mm-hmm. who comes underneath your window and plays, no mm-hmm. matter what castle she's in. Mm-hmm. But you, did you know that? Well, I did, but oh. yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was fascinating. And like, if it was hot out, like if it was really, really hot, one of his friends could text him and say, "Hey, it's." 32 degrees Celsius. And, and now if he's listens to the upside, they would know how to say that because of you mm-hmm. and your they first would. random thing. They would know. Uh, also, no sick days. That's a job where you cannot get sick. Right. Because then the queen just doesn't wake up. Maybe that's what happened. No, she's under the window. You just can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant. You, no. Maybe that was his first sick day a week and a half ago. And look what happened. Look what happened. And your third random thing is. <laughs> that was, is it like, I, I feel like I should say too soon and, and apologize for that, but I really do. I feel like I appreciate that she's the queen of England. I enjoyed watching the pageant, pageantry of all of it. I enjoyed every minute of the ceremony of it because I love that stuff. But 10 days, her poor Family. Don't even act like you're not going to make me do 10 days of mourning if oh. you get hit by a bus tomorrow. You can do 10 days of mourning, but I mean, they had to do, they had to wear nine different outfits a day. They had to like travel to different countries. It was over. I was exhausted for them. Yeah. And your third random thing is the average person has over $1,000 in cash stashed at their home. I, I don't I don't think that can be true. I think Jeff Bezos has like 
one gazillion and is throwing off the average. A new poll finds 51% of Americans admit to having cash stashed in their homes. We do not. Please don't rob us. I don't believe in cash. Um, And the average person, like I said, $1,000. And it says only 20% of people use cash. A lot more people use credit cards. Uh, Jeff is a cash lover, but uh, it's not just the people that like to use cash that are saving it. I don't know. I've never really understood the whole hoard cash thing, but. Well, people, I think there's a a fear that like, you know, the banks could collapse or whatever. And then what would you do? But I, if we did the math since the, the, since March of 2020, like if we did math, like if every single day we averaged how much cash we had in this house, I bet it would be less than $50 because oh, you never, I think it would be absolutely less than $50. You never carry cash. And I've gone out so infrequently that, I mean, I've probably been to the ATM four times in, in the past two years. I just use credit cards for everything. Now I've turned into you. I'm, I'm one of those people though. Like I get the need. Do you want to be, if the whole world goes away and like banks collapse and whatever you want, you're going to be the only one with cash and no one else in the world is like, what are you going to do with it? It's like the, it's like the people that are like, and I know how dumb this sounds, but this is meant to be lighthearted, not totally serious, but you know, people that are like, okay, I have a built in bunker with all this food and stuff like that. If the whole world's gone, I don't want to be here either. Right. I don't need to survive. Take me out with everybody else. Right. Take it. Take it. Yeah. Take me with the dogs. Like, I don't want to be roaming the earth by myself. No, thank you. Pass on that. Somebody said to me once, and I've never forgotten this, that if the if the economies of the world collapse, the richest people are going to be the ones who have cigarettes and coffee. Because. Oh, yeah. They'll have stuff to like trade. Yeah. They'll have you know, to trade and barter. Like so if somebody if mm-hmm. there's no. If you've got the last pack of cigarettes on the planet, mm-hmm. that means you've got you you could get a house built. You know what I mean? You could be like, hey, I'll trade you three cigarettes if you go ahead and put this wall up for me. Yeah. And somebody who hasn't had a, who's a smoker who hasn't had cigarettes in, in months will be like, you got it. And the wall will be up in Right, because what are they going to do with same, cash? Go to the store? There is no store. Same thing with coffee. Like, uh, I'll give you, I have a whole thermos of hot coffee here. Or it's a nice, it's a cold brew, vanilla sweet cream cold brew, whichever you prefer. I'll make it whatever you want, but I need you to build a house for me. You got it! And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Our very good friend and fellow podcaster, Lace Larrabee, has a comedy album out today. It's called White Trash Cinderella. You can download it wherever you get your goods and make it number one on the on the charts. Uh, she is insanely funny. She was on America's Got Talent uh, a few weeks ago, and they actually just had her back last week. She didn't make it into the into the later rounds, but um, they had her come back in the in the end to roast Simon with some of the best comedians on the planet because he uh, he buzzed her while she was performing. So that's how she got her revenge. She is so talented. She is such an awesome person. And uh, if you if you want to laugh, if you if you 
want to have something stored on your phone for when you're in a bad mood and you just need to let it all out, Lace Larrabee's album will do that for you. So congratulations, Lace. And if you uh, if you want to support our friend and you want to laugh, Lace Larrabee, White Trash Cinderella. Hey, y'all. Just wanted to comment about the cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving. So I could care less. I don't want anything to do with it, not whether it is homemade or if it is straight from the can with the ridges on it. That is my dad's genuine favorite, grew up with it, wants the entire thing to himself. But me, no, take it off. I need more room for homemade mashed potatoes, dressing, all the goodies. So just thought I'd weigh in. Y'all have a great day. Hey guys, I'm listening to Monday's episode and I wanted to just tell you a quick story. Um, Jeff, you were talking about how the dog owners, uh, the dog owner study and how dogs respond to their, their names, their treats, their leashes, etc. Um, it's kind of sad, but also fascinating. So our dog, Jackson, he was 15. He passed away last October and we have a cat who is 12. So the cat grew up with Jackson his whole life. And even to this day, if I say the word Jackson or we're talking about him, he looks at the front door or he looks where Jackson always used to stay. So it's, it's so crazy that he knows who Jackson is. I swear it's, it's the craziest thing. Um, and also too, he's learned. So whenever I would walk Jackson, I never locked the front door when I left because we'd be right back. And when I would come back in, our cat would be sitting there waiting. And so now anytime I run out to like the car or to get the mail and I don't lock the door, I come back in and he's sitting there. Um, but if I lock the door and then come home, he's on the couch. Like he knows the sound of the lock and he, um, knows when it's not locked. It's really interesting, but, um, yeah, anyways. Okay. Bye. The reason why there's only one spoon left in the cranberry sauce is because it's like jello. And I have a friend who makes all these crazy cranberry sauces. So last year at Thanksgiving, I decided to look up the recipe. Uh, guys, it's water, sugar, and oranges. And I'm not kidding you. Maybe three times the amount of time that it would take for you to watch your pantry, grab the can opener, open the can is the amount of time it takes to actually cook the cranberries. And then you just stick them in the fridge. So do it like the night before. There was none left. There was none left this Thanksgiving. It was everybody's favorite. Even people who don't like cranberry sauce. So give it a try. And you can grab, uh, you can get fresh cranberries now and just stick them in the freezer. Because I actually did mine from Frozen. Unbelievable. And I am definitely somebody who just leaves that wiggly can shape mush on the plate. But this was unbelievable. So give it a try. All right. Love y'all. Bye. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing.